For the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio, with your hosts Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. It's time for the Way Highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio, and it's time for some cannabis comedy. So sit back, relax, and spark up with us. I'm Sean Cowig, and with me, as always, is Kristen Sanchez. Hello. Hello. If you would like to follow us on social media, you could follow Sean Cowig as always at mm-hmm. Sean Cowig. You could follow me, True. Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X. Mm-hmm. And you can follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway or send True. us an email at wayhighway at adobe.com. Do it. Let us know about noisy motorcycles that are driving by when you're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> we want to know! <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, Kristen? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah. I uh, I have some some fun things for for well for me to try. I was gonna say for us to try, yeah. but we're not in the same location. We're not so in the I same room. I cannot room. share these things. That is okay. What I can share is the experience. With I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> we got a fantastic guest today yes. on the way highway. I'm gonna bring him right in. Yay. Everybody, everybody, a fantastic friend, actor, writer, performing artist, industry multi-hyphenate, the one, the only, Nick Versteeg. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Sean. Hi. <laughs> How are Thanks you guys? For- fantastic. Psyched to have you here. <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So first, what we got to do, Neek, is we got to jump right into a little section we like to call Product Review. So Kristen, tell us about the things that you had that were all seemingly difficult to open. Okay. So um, the very wonderful uh, uh, bud tenders at High Holistics mm. gave me a little freebie of a hiatus, uh, a handcrafted green apple, cannabis-infused sour gummy. Whoa. Uh, and uh, they are two to one, uh, two to one ratio to C, uh, THC to CBD. And um, it is in this adorably cute little container. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, it's just got a little, there's a little like piece of, uh, uh, like a safety tape and then you just have to open the top. And so I pulled off the safety tape and then attempted to open the top where I could not get it open. So then I had to rip open the box like like hulking it open. Uh, And then I was like, oh, this simply, this is, the hard part's over. Um, And then I pulled out the the innards and the, these gummies are being held captive inside of this chamber that's covered in this hard plastic. And I am a person who has hyperhidrosis. 
which means I have sweaty palms like all the time. And so pulling a hard piece of plastic with no uh, traction yeah. is not possible. So then I got crafty because uh-huh. no one was keeping me out of these gummies. No. <laughs> so then I grabbed my pen and as I, as you do, I just kind of stabbed it until I could rip it open. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of work and now I'm really excited to try Ah. Uh. <laughs> right now. It's, a, um, it's one of the old cases of the pen being mightier than the plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that all the time. Okay. Okay, um, what's going on? So the sour gummy flavor... Ooh, that's weird. Uh-oh. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you get the sour gummy flavor. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, this really isn't sour. And then the weed flavor hits you, and then you go, oh, I guess you could call that sour. Um, <laughs> so the weed and, itself might be the sour part. Yeah, that was kind of my my moment. It was It's a little sweet sugary outside, I think, and then it's supposed to be a, um, oh wait, I guess technically the outside is sour, but I'm getting more sweet from it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to see where this fits me. And how many um, milligrams did you say those were each? So they are a two to one. Uh-huh. And they have uh, 10 milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBD. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 20 milligrams. Me over here, <laughs> what I've got for you is I've got Kiva Lost mm-hmm. Farms Juicy Peach. Now, Kiva... Uh, they do a line of strain-specific edibles made with live resin from the strain. So these ones are made with mimosa. And it says here that mimosa is a sativa-dominant hybrid strain that blends clementine with purple punch. And that's how you get mimosa, which I find interesting just to begin with, that you mix clementine and purple punch and you get mimosa. (laughs) Uh, Mimosa is praised for its citrus rind fragrance and sweet tropical flavor reminiscent of its namesake cocktail. Well, that part makes sense. Um, Each one of these are 10 milligrams, uh, 100 milligrams per package. And it's delicious. And I was telling you earlier, I'm a flavor chaser. So I got the juicy peaches because it's into springtime, getting towards summer, and so I wanted some peach flavor. Yeah. 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 I've been called a flavor chaser at dispensaries before. I feel like are they saying it in like a in like a you're a flavor chaser, get out of here. Or are they like uh, I really like I I love doing that too. Like I don't understand the context of it. Like, uh, no, it's 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 definitely not. It's definitely not. Get out of here. It's more like, oh, you're a flavor chaser. Come this way, gotcha. and then they bring me to all the delicious. That's when they show you to Willy Wonka's world. That that they know what I want. They want. <laughs> I want the Willy Wonka. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. There's something I I really do look for specific flavors at specific times. Mm-hmm. And most of the strains I enjoy are based off of a two-part rating system. And one part is how does it taste, and the other part is how does it make me feel. Which is why my favorite strain is Maui Wowie, 
because it both tastes delicious and it makes me feel amazing. And it's mm -hmm. a it's a sativa, but it never gets me too tweaked out or paranoid. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I rock it. <laughs> Nick, are you a flavor chaser? <laughs> <laughs> I have not been called out on my way out of a store, no. Someone's running after you. Get out of here. You get out. You get out, you flavor chaser. <laughs> that would be crazy. But Kristen, you also had peach over there as well. Uh, yeah, I have um, – my tolerance is really high. So I also have the uh, canna, uh, <laughs> cannabis-infused hybrid peach gummies, mm -hmm. um, which are uh, very yummy. Yeah. I like um, – <laughs> I'm very picky when it comes to flavors. I'm not flavor-chasing. Uh-huh. I'm more just like, ew, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how are those ones to get into, Kristen? Because I found <laughs> the way you get into these packages fascinating. All right. So actually it wasn't that great because turns out, again, I don't have any traction in my fingers and there's only but a teeny tiny tear tab. And it's like, it's not even like a real tear tag. Like, it's like, it, they didn't get it started. It's just kind of like, do it yourself. And I was like, oh, I cannot. My hands will not allow it. So my handy dandy pen. <laughs> again. And I just stab this fucking thing open. Where my fingers cannot succeed. Oh my, my God. My pen should be <laughs> Once again, the pen is mightier than the plastic. <laughs> I, I, I like. I want you to design some, uh, like branded, like your brand of edibles that come in a package with a pen. Okay. And like uh, a like a Capri Sun, you're supposed to rip the pen <laughs> off. <laughs> Has the little yeah. bit, yeah. Stab here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I love that. I would also like part of my my uh, edible line to be one of those that you know those like candy machines, and you just mm -hmm. like turn the thing. I'd oh, really love to have like a like a cute little candy thing that you can get. Oh. And it's like <laughs> each of these is ten milligrams. I think I... it'd be adorable if yeah. you're a weed company and would like to take the idea. Go ahead and do it. It would be super fucking cute. Hey, hell yeah! Like you, you don't. You don't have to be the entrepreneur for this one. You'll be the customer. I've been watching too much Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody Shark Tank? No? I, I nope. den. I don't tank, but I den. Because in England, <laughs> in England, we have Dragon's Den. That's that's our, oh. our version of it. Right? Amazing. And uh, what was amazing about Dragon's Den was buying the products that the dragons didn't take up on investment and almost always ended up in the stores. There was oh, wow. a famous one, a guy who had, uh, it was a trunky. And it was like a suitcase for your kids to sit on. And, uh, <laughs> and one of the dragons managed to snap the cord off the suitcase and was like, if I can do this, my six-year-old will have it done in seconds. And, uh, wow. and so none of them invested. And it's now like you see them at every airport around the world, a kid in a trunky. Amazing. Wow. I, that guy must feel so good. It's just like, <laughs> ha ha, fuck you. Did not believe in me. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I was watching Shark Tank last night, and a product blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Many of the sharks were fighting over their bids. Four out of five sharks all wanted this product. <laughs> oh, wow. 
it, it was a pillow uh, for a woman and babies, but specifically for someone who has twins because you sit in the middle of it and it has back support and then it wraps around you so you can put a baby on each side for sleeping, hanging out, but also specifically for breastfeeding. And I was amazed at mm-hmm. just the statistic because I didn't even realize. They were like, isn't that really kind of like hyper-specific? And they're like, in America, every year, over 130,000 sets of twins are born. I don't know. I just, I was, I was did you, gobsmacked. Did you ever want a twin when you were little? Did you ever like have that moment when you realized what a twin was? And then we're like, why? Why didn't I have this? Of course. Awesome. Of it's course. nice to know that I wasn't alone. No. <laughs> did you ever think, what if I did have a twin out there somewhere? Yes. Not not saying I did, but no. <laughs> well, okay. So there. My been... wild imagination was like, what if she's also a secret agent? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, something really fucking cool. Like... Yeah, you want a whole plot scenario set up where she's gonna have to show up and be like, "We need to switch identities for a little while. You need oh, to spy, and like I need to be Kristen." Popper, but with spies. Yeah, or princess <laughs> switch, princess switch. um there have been two occasions Mm -hmm. one happened recently where i was at a susto show at the troubadour and all of a sudden i looked at their drummer and Mm -hmm. i was like that guy looks like me and then the other people i were with was like oh my god (laughs) and then we harassed him when he came out after the show to make him take pictures it's funny because like someone can look a lot like you but they're not going to have the same personality or same like oh you mean a person is a different person a person is a different person (laughs) is what i'm trying to say but no like he was fantastic super kind (laughs) fantastic drummer amazing dude but when i was like yo all my friends think we look the same he was like Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because, you know, that's yeah. that's, that's fair. That is you fair. You wanted that twin connection. And he was like, no, I'm an only child. <laughs> I, I wanted literally the lead singer of the band in the middle of a song to see me and go, that guy looks like you, Marshall. <laughs> Why would that ever happen? <laughs> uh, he just said that, and I just yeah. had the slight feeling... I don't know if you've experienced this, but I, as a teenage girl, went to a concert. At one point, the lead singer and I made direct eye contact. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, I, when you said that, I got that, like, butterfly feeling. It just, like, came back immediately. Have you ever, like, had? Yeah. There was one time way back in the day that I was friends with um, the road manager for Alanis Morissette. And so I got invited to with backstage passes to an Alanis show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And after the show, which was straight up magic, she's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I was backstage talking to my buddy and all of a sudden somebody tapped me on the shoulder and I turned and ar- I turned around and it was Alanis Morissette and she was just staring directly into my eyes. And I was like, hi, Alanis Morissette. And then she smiled and ran away. And I was like, <laughs> what just happened? Oh my gosh. 
I love those like obscure celebrity. Me- Have you ever seen the picture of um, the guy that's sleeping and Tom Hanks is taking a picture? He's taking yeah. a selfie yeah. on that guy's <laughs> camera and he's yeah. just like, ha, no one will believe you. Um, which Amazing. is incredible. I love that shit. Amazing. Amazing. Right. I uh, have physically walked into several celebrities. Um, I walked into Courtney Cox at a Sephora and thought I was going to break her because she's a quite she's oh, very wow. little, yeah, she's very small. Um, and I was like, oh, 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 I, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know who you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even more sorry now. <laughs> yeah. well, it was like, now I'm sorry and embarrassed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I also walked into Slash one time, <laughs> like physically walked into him, hat and all. Um, and like, I, cause I, I was working and I was on my phone and like, I was just like trying to figure something out and I just popped and I was like, Oh, you're slash. Sorry. <laughs> just... There was one time. <laughs> he was I, like a playboy yeah. model. So I don't oh. think he minded. Yeah. But, no, like... no, 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 no. Uh, there was one time I walked out of the back of IO and mm-hmm. across the street sitting down was my good buddy, uh, college, uh, we both went to Emerson, host of the an incredible dollop, Gareth Reynolds. And I was like, I that's definitely Gareth. And I went to say hi to Gareth. And when I got right in front of Gareth and was like, hey, I realized it was Giovanni Ravisi. <laughs> I was like, oh no! <laughs> and had to just walk away. I don't even know that the two of them look remarkably similar. But the other time, okay, so a former student of mine that went to study in London sent a picture to me uh, of a guy standing waiting for a train in London. Um, and I swear to God, this dude looks exactly like me, especially from the profiles, because she got him standing to the side. So if I did have a, an, uh, a secret twin that was a secret agent... It's probably London, Sean. Sounds like a, a drink. You want a London, Sean? Yeah, it's like a London fog almost. Yeah, yeah. You get a line of edibles with the pen attached. I'm going to start a line of cocktails <laughs> called London, Sean. Neek, you get something too. We're going to figure it out as we go on. But right now we got to take a quick break. Okay, no rush. Okay. Uh, you're listening to The Way Highway. This is Adobe Radio. Don't move a muscle because we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Way Highway on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and our special guest this week is Neek! Um, So, Neek, talk to us. You got something exciting, some things exciting. Talk about what's going on. Talk to us about what's happening in your life. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the main thing I'm working on right now, as of, as of course you are aware, Sean, is yeah. uh, the solo show that I'm going to do at the Fringe that uh, yeah. Sean Cowig is is directing. Um, True. And uh, yeah, so we'll be doing a show about uh, one of my favorite comedians. He was my dad's favorite comedian, a mm. comedian called Tommy Cooper. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show's called Tommy Cooper, I Didn't Let You Down, Did I? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of about the the life of this this great comedian he was um he was a little bit uh he, he did magic 
he was a magician Amazing. as well as a comedian, but he always actually referred to as a comedian. And mm -hmm. and the comedy came from the magic, not necessarily going the way he intended. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. he was like, it's incredible because I was really surprised when I moved here how few people actually know him on mm -hmm. uh, on this side of the world. Because in mm -hmm. England, he's, you know, I think as, as recent as 2004, he was still voted um, the funniest Britain of all time. And mm -hmm. he died in 1984. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, um, He's and you he's, like who like who else is on that list? Ricky Gervais is on that list. Is um uh like Monty Python? Yeah, on Ricky that Gervais, list. John Cleese, all of the Monty Python lads. Yeah, they're all on yeah. that list. And Tommy Cooper was was top of all of them. He was universally loved and adored. And uh, mm -hmm. but he was a uh, a very interesting person, I find, because mm -hmm. he was very um his kind of intimate personal life was not necessarily what you might think it would be for such a kind of happy, confident, happy-go-lucky mm -hmm. kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had big struggles with alcohol. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he was also deeply in love with two women at the same time, um, ah. which is never a good idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Especially and, if they don't know about it. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. real complicated, real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, so we we've we're putting a show together. Uh, Sean and I. Sean helped me. I wrote like a a shorter version of it as a project at Art of Acting Studio, and mm -hmm. uh, Sean was my advisor on that. So he helped me put the original show together, and uh, and so I thought it only right that that he be the director for for this edition of the show. It's going to be a bit longer. It's about forty minutes, so not too mm -hmm. long. You don't have to mm -hmm. sit there sit there for an hour, an hour and a half, or anything. Your bugs aren't going to hurt. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be, it's a hilarious show. We use uh, some of Tommy's, Tommy's gags, mm -hmm. um, some of his old comedy routines. Uh, I've actually got a, I'm staring right now at a box of lots of crazy different hats. Soldiers' <laughs> yeah. yes. hats, policemen's helmets, um, all kinds of stuff, cowboy hats, all sorts. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a crazy, crazy show. He was a crazy character. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ruin anything, and you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. But will there be magic? Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a fair, <laughs> fair bit of magic in the show. Yeah. A couple of the tricks might even go right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's Tommy's brand of magic, yeah. which is so fun and specific. And mm -hmm. and I don't know. Can we talk about the duck? Oh yeah. <laughs> the card duck. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah, tell us you, about the card duck. Have you ever seen these? Uh, they're, they're like big wooden ducks, right? And <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and there's a bucket in front of the duck where you put the deck of cards, and then you use your hand to like hook the bottom of the duck, and that moves its head, so its head will dip down <laughs> and bite one of the cards out of the bucket, right? Uh huh. So uh, we've, we've we've got one of those, and uh, it will be in the show. And Tommy used to love using it. He used to stroke the duck like the duck was actually living, and go like. <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. And, uh, <laughs> and then he would get a member of the audience to think of any card. Didn't even have to take a card. Just think of any card. And uh, and he would magically make the duck find that card, um, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I, the thing that makes me laugh is every time we talk about the duck is you introduce the duck like – like that duck is something like you, you know, like a card duck. 
And I'm like, I no, I never knew what a card duck was until you told me about a card duck. Is there actual use and purpose of a card duck? I mean, there must be. I, I assume so. Uh, <laughs> I think it might be made purely for the magical community. Um, I found okay. it on a on a wonderful uh, magic website, um, and like they sell all kinds of like. I've been kind of diving a little bit into the tipping my feet, dipping my feet into uh-huh. the world of magic, and. Uh-huh. Um, it's insane all the different stuff you can get. It's yeah. crazy. And now in the it's... world of like no one in person, it's like buy mm-hmm. our online tutorial video for like how to do all of these crazy tricks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it used to be one of my, so I used to work inside Disneyland, the park. Okay. And there's a magic shop inside mm-hmm. Disneyland, the park. Oh, wow. And every once in a while when I had like downtime and I was like on break or whatever, Sometimes I'd go into the magic shop, which just had two like permanent magicians there all the time. And I'd just be like, I'm just going to stand here and watch the magic at other people. (laughs) It doesn't even have to be at me. I just want to see the magic happen. And they had like so many like cool things. And like, um, I know, uh, oh gosh, uh, Steve Martin uh, was a magician there for a short period of time. Um, and he also used to play the banjo there. So there's like a banjo on the wall um, that has a, um, a card stuck in it as if it's like the pick, um, which I think was kind of an homage to him. Um, and uh, there are just so many cool things. I love magic. Uh, uh-huh. Close up magic is so wonderful. I uh, <laughs> Another thing that Disney did, which was really cool, was during Chris, or, I'm sorry, during um, Easter, they would have a magician in this like back area and he was this incredible like I got to know him because I worked there but he was this fucking incredible cool guy who just like he would have these tiny balls that were like ping pong balls and through his set they would become chicks and they were live chicks um and like the yep mm -hmm, live chicks and, like, he would get someone up from the audience, to, and, like, it was a whole thing. And I was like, this is the most incredible thing in the entire world. Um, and we met there. And then several years later, I went to the Magic Castle, which is a place in Los Angeles where yeah. a lot of magicians perform. I went yep. there, and I saw him there, and I saw him perform that exact trick. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. And I went over, and I was like, hi, I don't know if you remember me. And he was like... I totally do. And I was like, oh my gosh. And we just caught up a smidge. But I was like, that's so cool. Like, I I love magic. I used to tell my dad, um, I would like to marry a magician so that my entire life I would have uh, be in a state of wonder. Aww. Um, but, uh... That's so sweet. <laughs> uh, Neek, have you been to either the Magic Castle or Black Rabbit Rose? I've been to the Magic Castle. I have not been to Black Rabbit Rose. Black Rabbit Rose is a bar in Hollywood uh, that they do. They have a main room that has, you know, the stage with the false doors and like the different. So like you can go see a full magic show in there. Okay. But if you're if you're just hanging out on an off night, they have magicians that just roam through the bar and they'll come up to your table and do some tricks for you. Uh, Oh, wow. This dude blew my mind once because he came up to the table 
close-up magic is so special. Oh my god, I Venmoed him a big old tip because I was like, "What? Whatever you just did, like, there's probably a hidden camera somewhere. I don't even care. That was amazing." <laughs> he was like, "All right, uh, you to me." He's like, um, "In a second, I want you to open up your phone, go to Google Images, search Google Images, something from your childhood. Look at that." Don't show anybody. Keep it pulled up, though. I'm going to go outside. You go ahead and do that. He leaves the bar. I do that. He comes back in. I have my phone on my lap. He's just staring into my eyes, and he's like, okay, I see it. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, you're um, you're jumping around. You're jumping around, I don't know, in a basement, maybe? And I'm like, the fuck is up with this guy because i used to watch wrestling in my grandma's basement right and he's like mm-hmm. jumping around in your basement um when you're cheering you're cheering i think that um if this guy were here right now maybe he would call you brother <laughs> you were looking at pictures of hulk hogan oh, and i was like oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was it was absolutely crazy i have no idea how he did it that's, That's wonderful. Madness. Neek, what was the craziest thing that you saw somewhere on a website while searching through magic stuff? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, sometimes what people would couldn't like constitute as magic, I thought was pretty hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell when us. It was like 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 a t-shirt that turns inside out and has a different pattern on the other side. I was like, it's just a reversible top. <laughs> 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 Yeah, not a lot going there. You could get one of those probably. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't walk yeah. past the guy in the street with a reversible top and go, shit. There's a oh my god. <laughs> Wizardry. Oh. oh my god. Amazing. Amazing. Now, as you were searching, were you inspired in any way where you were like, you know what magic needs? One of these. <laughs> No, I, actually, you know, I really got into it and I got really inspired into kind of yeah. like how, kind of like how Tommy got like, like a kid in a, in a toy shop of just, yeah. like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. look at this thing. And then you could do that with that thing. And like, oh, well, we could do something with that maybe. And then I'm like, Nick, calm down. That's like <laughs> another $120 for that thing. And then we have to get the instruction book, which is like $80 to work yeah. out how the hell to use it. Um, yeah. And so I just had to like kind of temper myself a little bit, but. I got really fascinated by all of the um, – because I always thought it was a very, like, inaccessible kind of world. I thought there was yeah. no real way mm-hmm. in to do it. But I don't know. Google told me different. Okay. Um, <laughs> just it got opened up the world. For the and, like, especially – Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, with, like, I just – everything is pretty much on YouTube now. Like, you can learn so much. And, like, I know that, like, obviously there are some things that uh, you can't learn there. Um, and they have, like, uh, obviously magicians have a lot of protection around some of mm. their their specific tricks. Um, but, like, you know, if you're trying to learn the basics, like, that's a great place to start. And, like, you know, I always, uh, I always used to say to myself when I was younger – uh, nothing is impossible to learn. Um, and I like to say that to everyone that I meet because nothing is impossible to learn. Like if you want to do it, you can, you can do it. And I believe in you in like, that's anything. You got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was see with the thing that magic needs, Nick. I was trying to push you towards your new product. Kristen's got the edibles with the pen attached to stab into the thing, and mm-hmm. I forgot mine. What was mine? Oh no, what was mine? Well, you had oh, the edibles no. too, right? Mine was yeah. also a different kind of edibles. Oh, you had the Kiva something over there, Peach? I had Kiva edibles, but what was my product that was... And then we were going to find you a new one too. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> well, we'll have to think of it. We'll have to think what it was. But I think that, Neek, your new product might be just you as a magician, you playing your magician twin, Magic Neek. <laughs> 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 so are we we took a lot of edibles uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna take one more quick break here on the way highway but don't you worry we'll be right back with more Neek, more Kristen, more Sean uh, don't move a muscle welcome back to the way highway I'm Sean I'm Kristen, and our special guest this week is Nick! Yay! Hello, yes. Um, so I think we came up with a new magic trick. Uh, yes. Nick, you want to go ahead? Oh, yeah, sure. So um, it's very high-tech, this, so listen uh-huh. carefully. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it is a box yes. that you fill with weed smoke, mm-hmm. and you call it okay. the hot box. And uh, you just ask a member of the audience to get up, Come and please step in the hot box. Mm-hmm. You'll have yeah. to stand in the hot box for about 60 seconds. You could time it on one of those big clock faces that the magicians use, you know? Uh-huh. And you time it. And then after the minute's up, you get them out of the hot box. Uh-huh. And they'll be high. It's incredible. Magic! It's an incredible high making <laughs> Magic. man. Magic. We'll reveal how the trick is done. No, no, no. No. Obviously, you cannot do that. It's privileged <laughs> no, 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 information. No, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Magician knowledge. Magician magic. Yes, yes. Um, Neek, you are from England. That is correct. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell tell us a little bit about, uh, because we like, your show's coming up. That's in June. Do you have, we don't have specific dates yet. Uh, no, we don't have specific dates yet. No, mm-hmm. but we should have them very soon. But you can uh, keep up with it on HollywoodFringe.org and check out all things going on Fringe Festival in Los Angeles in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you mentioned that uh, we, we worked show, like the first version of the show was done at the Art of Acting Studio when you're out here in uh, uh, studying acting in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I'm just interested. I want to know a little bit coming up in England and then uh, coming to acting school here. What were, were there some hilarious differences or anything that you were like, what? What? Um, I think the most hilarious difference was the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do tell. That was, uh, that's, that, that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a very, uh, it's a very different way that you teach acting here, I feel mm. like, but I, qu- I kind of quite like it. Um mm. And and on the like, actually the kind of living here front, it's it's kind of completely different to to where I'm from because I'm I'm not from London or even I'm from Newcastle in the northeast, mm-hmm. so it's a bit of a smaller city, um, and it's a beautiful city. I, I, I love it to bits, mm-hmm. but um, 
but it's it's a lot more kind of compact and you know for, there's a metro system that'll get you around the entire city um yeah and as opposed to here where there's a metro system that won't get you to most of the city exactly yeah <laughs> and uh and so i kind of learned that pretty quickly that it's like quite hard to like get around but at the same time it's a it's a little bit more laid back because i feel mm-hmm. like everyone here kind of accepts they're never going to get anywhere on time apart from the drivers they're always fighting um mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's inter- it's interesting because all I can think about is uh, how you talked about being from Newcastle and not London makes me be like, oh, be- I'm from outside of Boston, not outside of New York. Right. Okay. And then like you've got like a compact city that is Boston and then you've got the big sprawling city that is New York. And then still moving to LA is totally different. It's totally crazy different. Yeah. Yeah. LA, LA is an interesting place. I can imagine it was uh, quite a a culture shock, if you will. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. The first time my parents came to visit, if I, Mm -hmm. uh, if I may go use this toilet. um, The first time my parents visited, they, they were staying, um, they were staying on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm. And uh, they just got there. They were on the phone to me that day. And they came out on the Hollywood Boulevard. And they were like, which way should we go? I was like, go right. There's a little pub called the Pig and Whistle. British yeah. pub. Easy in. Um, and they came down the road. <laughs> and there was my dad just like goes, uh, son, there's, <laughs> the, 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 there's a man uh, masturbating over one of the stars here. Uh, is, <laughs> is, this, uh, is, is, is this normal? Uh, <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, welcome to Wednesday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That crazy. That's uh, that's Hollywood, too, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, because Hollywood I, is crazy. I used to work on Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it is bananas. Uh, the amount of crazy shit that has yeah. happened or I've seen happen. And, like, you know, there's obviously um, a big uh, homeless community uh, there as well. And I like, no, I got to know so many of them because they they became like regulars because they would come in, um, to ask for fragrance samples. And so I would like, just like chit chat with them. And it was, uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very unique place to experience life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. For, I feel like I've definitely mentioned the the fake Johnny Depp before that like cuz the like they're the people that are dressed up as characters so you can take yes. pictures with them. And then there's like the- not the real characters from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh Uh-oh. no. Uh-oh. You broke the magic. So I'll have to take the picture wall down. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. no. It's a whole wall. Oh, <laughs> no. Um but in addition to that, there's also one guy who cut like he looks like Johnny Depp. So he dresses uh-huh. up like Johnny Depp, but not necessarily even a character. He just yeah. dresses up like how Johnny Depp would dress on a casual yeah. Tuesday <laughs> and walks around. <laughs> it's crazy. There was a guy that did that at Disneyland and he would get... As Johnny Depp? Yes. Yeah. Well, that he, makes like, a lot of sense. He literally had all of johnny's tattoos except for like all like they're like telltale things that he didn't do so like johnny depp has the jack sparrow tattoo and in johnny depp's jack sparrow tattoo 
His says Jack because his son's name is Jack. Boom. That's in there. Um, and this guy would like walk around and I would realize it was not him because his son's name was not in the tattoo. And only if you were a super fan of Johnny Depp, would you realize that that was a thing. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, this guy's just like rando. And one time I was in, I was working in the store that I was working at at that particular time. And he came up behind me and he asked for assistance and I heard his voice, which was not Johnny Depp's voice, and then turned around and saw Johnny Depp's face and was so confused. <laughs> um, and then, like, because everyone else in my store was a young woman, it then proceeded to set off an alarm of, like, horny young girls who were like, <laughs> someone tell the managers that Johnny Depp is here! And like, so all of a sudden, there was a call that went out across all of the radios. Um, and I didn't know any of this was happening because I was assisting him and, you know, just helping him find whatever he was looking for. And, and then all of a sudden, through the back door to our store, burst through four managers who are just like, where is he? really fangirl feelings for people that would walk in and one time I had a man we had (laughs) we had someone from Hannah Montana come in and um my manager started hyperventilating because she could not she was like oh my god that's that's Mitchell Musso oh my god oh my god and she's like freaking out and I was just like okay let me just go ahead and get you to the back room real quick um Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Bagsy, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shotgun, but less violent. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now when we're going towards a car that I'm not driving, I'm just going to point at it and say, Bagsy, see what yeah. happens. There all right. Go. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What if I started calling stuff bog standard? Oh, bog standard. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would be a shame if you were around so much bog standard stuff. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's appropriate. That's okay. Appropriate at appropriate times, but really try to start looking at some better stuff. Yeah, yeah. Don't like live your life looking for bog standard things. You'll mm-hmm. you'll get nowhere. You'll have a bog standard life. Yeah, bog standard being completely ordinary with no frills, embellishments, or add-ons. It's just Gosh, yeah. baseline, baseline. Basic. Um, what if on a rainy day I started grabbing my brolly? Oh well, a, a brolly is all, always a, a good <laughs> companion on a rainy day. Although yeah. we do live in Los Angeles, Sean, so that one might be. That might be one for, for when you go back to Boston to like show it's off true. to your Boston friends. Look what right. I mean. I wouldn't need a brolly too much here. <laughs> brolly, of course, being short for umbrella. Yes. Honey, I imagined it as being one of those things where you either like attach it to the top of your head and it's one of those like little umbrellas and it's just like, okay, I just have my own little personal hat umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my brain made it before I knew what it was. Imagination. Cute. Okay, had umbrellas probably already exist. That can't be my new one. Yeah, they totally totally does. They exist. They exist. A brolly could be like a lollipop with two brothers on it. Oh, (laughs) a brolly. I like that. But it's not. It's an umbrella. It's it's an umbrella. Um. Okay. 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 What if when I wanted you to get in touch with me, I started saying. Give me a tinkle on the blower. <laughs> is that one real? Time works best for you. <laughs> Nick, is that one real? Yeah. <laughs> Give me a tinkle on the blower. I think is the yeah. greatest. Oh, my, my grandma uses those ones. I mean, yeah. I'm not necessarily in the same sentence. She doesn't usually knit them both together. But <laughs> She'll say it like when she's had someone on the phone that like she's is on the phone for ages. She's like, "Oh yeah, I had her on the blower yesterday for like an hour." <laughs> Crazy! Oh my god! Did I find all slang to turn myself into a Newcastle granny? <laughs> oh my god, Grandma Sheik! Yeah, oh say a god. tinkle on the blower is uh, a little chat on the telephone. Yeah. Oh my god, a tinkle on the blower. Um, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> this one kind of, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> pop your clogs? Oh, yeah. You pop your clogs? Not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's not good. Don't ask anyone, like, hey, you ever pop your clogs? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> not going to go around asking that. Yeah, uh, no. Oh, man. Kristen, to pop your clogs means to die. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pop your clogs. Um, the weird I thing do. is clogs are Dutch as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, are, what are we doing? So what are we doing? Very strange. I do hope I get to splash out often. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Just yeah. the end of it, yeah. Yeah. Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It sounds like it could be either real fucking gross or like you're taking a nice dip in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how you want to splash out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does uh, raging waters? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. 
Uh, what if I started just thinking everything was Tiki Boo? Wait, are you not gonna tell me what it is? Oh wait, I'm sorry, Splash. Out. Like, like <laughs> spending spending money, like you know, spent like splashing out. Like, uh, <laughs> see, I, I speak in them. I, I always struggle to decipher them. Um, uh-huh. Like just like you know, like Spend doing something you've always wanted to do, or yeah, gotcha. being, being frivolous. Nice. Um. Oh like my it. god. Oh my god. And you oh, can do yeah. both of those in either of those ways in the sexy tub or in a book. Totally nailed <laughs> well, it. What I do Not is saying I... I live the slang, but don't worry, Kristen. <laughs> I'll tell you to give me a tinkle on the blower if I'm ever going to splash out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. that's <laughs> okay. You're like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't. You know what? Do a solo mission for that one, buddy. <laughs> um, Tiki Boo. I said Tiki Boo. Tiki Boo. Yeah, uh, that one's actually. Uh, I hate this, hate to break it to you, Sean, but that oh, one's no. actually Tickety Boo. That does say Tickety Boo. I was reading it wrong. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by Kiva Lost Farm. Chemist-infused <laughs> gummies made with live red Tickety Boo. Is that like, is that like a, oh, shucks? No, it means like everything's, everything's okay. Everything's Tickety Boo. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just imagined like Charlie Brown being like, oh, Tickety Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Kristen going around England and everyone's like, she's like, how are you? And they're like, yeah, I'm tickety boo. And she's like, fuck! Everyone's like, oh no! <laughs> everyone's so sad here, why? <laughs> um, okay. I hope that this whole time I haven't been taking the biscuit. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all right. I, I like to say taking the Mickey or taking the piss. Uh huh, and that all of those taking a Mickey, taking the piss, taking a biscuit is all being irritating. Yeah, essentially, like, 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 yeah, taking the Mickey out of someone. Like, I could say, you know, like that bandana Mm -hmm. on your head makes your head look like a pineapple, Sean, Uh, Uh, stuff like that. That'll be like taking the Mickey out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, wait, where are Just in the back pocket, ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw taking the biscuit, it made me think of pinching a loaf. So I I really thought take the taking the biscuit was pooping (laughs) until I got into it. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Pinching a loaf, taking a biscuit. Um okay, we're running out of time. So let me hit you with the last one. Mixed in with all of these, along with a picture, was just Dench. So, this website I was looking at, along with a picture of Dame Judy Dench, said that Dench is an adjective used to advocate something that is impressive or agreeable. Dench is the equivalent of solid or cool when used in response to someone else. And I was like, is it named after Dame Judy? And now people are just going around being like, oh, dude, Dench Car. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it's appropriate. I think def- I've, nev- I've never heard it myself, but that is a good one. Yeah. I might use that one. Let's yeah. all, there it is. Let's all start saying Dench to describe cool stuff. You know what? This has amazing. been Dench. This has been Dench. Hella, this has been Dench. Hella Dench. Hella Dench, babies. <laughs> 
Um, Does the, that mean the most Dench thing would be to meet Judy Dench? Oh my god, that oh would be so god. damn Dench. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Holy shit. I think we're all going to run into Judy Dench soon. <laughs> we'll all just Amazing. be like, Dench! <laughs> like, hello, dear, how are you? Like, Dench! It's <laughs> <laughs> so okay. fucking Dench, man! All right. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Neek, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're out of time, but we got to do this again, friend. Yeah. Yeah. This is yes. great fun, guys. Great. I love Amazing. the podcast as well. I do listen to it occasionally. <laughs> thank so. you, brother. Oh, thank you. Amazing. Amazing. It's awesome to have you on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out hollywoodfringe.org. Check out yeah. shows coming up this June in Los Angeles. Nick, tell us again, where's it going to be? What's going on? It's going to be at the Actors Company Let Live Theatre throughout through June, during the Hollywood Fringe. It's going to be five shows, mm-hmm. and it's called Tommy Cooper. I didn't let you down, did I? Boom. And make sure you listen to The Way Highway each and every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Go to the place where you get your podcasts. Download old episodes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Kristen, get us out of here. If you would like to follow Sean Cowick on social media, you can follow him at Sean Cowick. If you would like to follow me, Kristen, you can follow me at Siren16X. And also, make sure to follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway. But don't forget to check out Tommy Cooper, I Didn't Let You Down, Did I? at the Hollywood Fringe. Check out that website in June. It's going to be awesome. Meek, where can they find you on social media? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram as Neek V, N-I-E-K-V. Amazing. And thank you so much for being on. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Nice Guy Digital. Thank you, Adobe Radio. Thank you, Bernie and Jelly. Thank you, Gregory Jenkins, for our awesome music. And um, thank you, Dr. God, for being awesome. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Dench ass episode. Dench. <laughs> Dench. I said ditch. Dench. Dench. <laughs> <laughs>